0: All right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is my Detective AJ. We're coming at you with Season 5, Episode 9, The Hardy, uh, uh, The Harmon Boys... AJ's taking it old school, and he's going surprisingly enough to Germany, but not in World War Two. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass!
1: You didn't meant say to go. Find to Find us on Instagram and no. Twitter at pressure <sighs> You cut me off. <laughs> outro music. Okay, and we're done. Okay. All right. So. Hey, welcome hey. back. It's,
0: it's Monday. How you been? Uh, good. You know, really fucking really good. Honestly, Hell yeah. I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> it's yeah, really, it's, you, really, it's like you're like, alive. It's really fucking offensive. for a little bit. I
1: thought you were just mad at me, but this is what it what you are like yeah, no, when you're uh, like when you have energy.
0: Yeah, you know, I work in fucking ten hours, and I don't want to throw myself off of a fucking twelve story building.
1: Yeah, normally it would be four hours. <laughs> yeah, well, even if it were like
0: twenty four hours, it was. Oh, mm. so where's the glass cutter, so I can cut a hole next to my desk and climb out the window? But now I'm from home, man. Hell yeah, you yeah, made the I'm, leap. I'm remote. I'm excited. I mean, I I worked my last like week, and it was it was good. I mean, it's a job, so it's bullshit, but but it's a job. Yeah, it's not wearing me down fucking mentally yet. So and
1: everybody, round of applause. You're not a one percenter anymore. Yeah, I'm out, baby. Yeah. I fucking did it. All of my plans to, like, sabotage your personal finances, I don't have to do anymore because you're going to self-sabotage them now that you're poor like the rest of us. And
0: I can start smoking weed again, bro. (gasps) Yeah. Hell yeah. You've been so angry in video games. (laughs) Somehow my fucking piss came back negative,
1: and I made it. You made it. So here we are. It's crazy.
0: This is really a...
1: In it to win it. Zero. You know to 100. what?
0: On this occasion, I would like to make a toast. If only I had something to drink.
1: Nice transition. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know. I'm back, baby. You are. You, you're actually <laughs> setting me up for things. I've got a mason jar here, full of chug it. Water. AJ's apple hooch. <laughs> and Jesus I let it air out. Christ. It's been I. Uh, I so I distilled I. Juiced a bunch of apples that my sister embezzled from Smith's from me. Shh. I mean, huh?
0: No, that's that's yeah. actually
1: the second most
0: illegal thing that you've said in that sentence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um So I, you know, fermented a bunch of them in about a gallon. Don't touch the drill. Okay. Uh, in about a... <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, fermented them for about a week they smell delicious fucking <laughs> sniff i hope that gets hurt. <laughs> i
0: really hope because so. it reverberated reverberated <laughs> it reverberated, <laughs> it reverberated through, the, uh, through the mason jar that was great
1: oh so the little <laughs> yeah i uh did a stripping run where i just separated it out i let it go for way too long but for that first run but that's fine that's that's why you do a stripping run in the first place yeah and i redistilled it Once, because I had to order a better hydrometer, the one that I have only goes to twenty percent. I got one that goes all the way to two hundred proof. Ooh wee, damn! So I I checked
0: it. Fucking cook your nostril
1: hairs. Hell yeah! So I brought this thing, brought the brew that I had down to about thirty percent, a little lower than you normally want to go,
0: (laughs) so that I can drink it before driving back to my girlfriend's.
1: (laughs) No, no, that was that was after the stripping run. Oh. uh Then I re-distilled it, and I got it to eighty percent. Which is really, well, probably more than 80% because yeah. I put water in it initially to bring the temperature down. I really hope
0: that this causes both of us to just fucking puke
1: immediately. Yeah, just projectile. Yeah. Nah, so, you know, I threw off the the poison shit at the beginning. It smells like apples. Okay, you smell really, it. You
0: really need to stop fucking sniffing. It smells good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely being picked up.
0: Uh, yeah, it's yeah. bad. I mean, it... It smells like fucking old apples and... And booze. And booze. That's what I'm going for. So, yeah, I brought
1: it down to 40%, and now we can see. I'll do a, I'll do a little half Careful, shot. How's don't, that?
0: Don't get any of it on the fucking table. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> gonna, It'll make the table go blind.
0: Through. You ever seen Breaking Bad and what happens when you put hydrochloric acid in a fucking bathtub on the second story? Jesus, AJ. Uh,
1: no, I've never seen Breaking Bad. You should. You would love mm. the fuck out of it. I hate things like hype. Actually,
0: no. You should not watch it because then you would start cooking meth. It's not that it hard. Well.
1: I know how to cook meth.
0: I know, but you would you would get a fucking wild hair up your ass and you'd be like, "I can do this but better."
1: Yeah, I'm I That's I think what I can you do would that. fucking do. So, we're going to do I'll, I'll toast with my left hand.
0: Pinky out, bitch. Pinky let's out. touch Hold on, hold on. Can you it. let's
1: bring it to a microphone. Oh god. Oh, god. Uh, here, I'll do, it. I'll do it. You come this to me. Weird. Okay, here we go. Yeah,
0: it. Oh. oh, that was
1: loud! Oh, god right, damn now it. Now drink it. I'm so sorry, yeah. Oh, god. Apple acetone, you can kind of get the...
0: It's like fruit flavored nail polish remover. Perfect.
1: Hey, that's what it's supposed to be. Not terrible. Also, I mean, it's it's unaged,
0: so it would be re- like I think that aging it would probably give it better tones. Yeah. I don't really know much about that. The but... aging
1: will get kind of that funk and kind <clears> of that that afterburn. That'll it'll kind yeah. of tone that down. But it's drinkable. I think I yeah. I call I mean, that drinkable. That
0: would be pretty good in like a fucking cocktail. Sprite. Yeah.
1: Nah. You want some Diet Coke? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Get the the old apple flavor out. But yeah, next for the one person who enjoys brewing and distilling here, Thomas, uh, I'm gonna do tomato paste wash, make a nice neutral spirit, then dissolve some hard candy in it and do it moonshine style. It's gonna be wonderful. Jesus Christ! <coughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
1: cool. Ooh, well. that is that is in my lungs. That's delicious. So, what you got for me today? The Harman boys, which...
0: We're going to have to go back and check that fucking clink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that shit was so was loud so on loud. our end. It, oh. sounded,
0: it sounded like if you wrecked your car, but if your car was made
1: out of glass <laughs> in my ears. It's like it so if you, with bad. your glass car, hit a person with glass bones <laughs> and they hit and, the glass concrete. And,
0: and like a the fucking like shattered glass... Have you ever seen those? Like, they have it on skateboards and longboards and shit, but it's just glass filaments all over there. Yeah. Yeah, that. And then just sliding across your (laughs) entire glass Tesla, you piece of shit.
1: Also, we got new headphones. Yeah. Which we need to post a picture of it. Don't let me forget. I will. Matching headphones, I think they sound really good. They have, like, this active noise canceling that... And helps us realize when I'm not talking into the microphone.
0: And the pressure points colors kind of the yellow's a little more gold. gold. It's fine. The gold isn't yellowy enough, but that's okay.
1: It's fine. So thanks again to Thomas. Yes, he, he helped us out with that. I appreciate that. So <clears throat> now that we've wasted enough of your time, <clears throat> wait, no, we have announcements first. Oh yeah,
0: I wasn't sure if you wanted to do those at the end.
1: We'll do them at the beginning and at the end. Okay. okay. By the time this comes out, we're doing a giveaway. Bada bing! There's a link on our Twitter. There will soon, hopefully, be a link in our Instagram and on this episode. I'm going to put a link yeah. on it if I remember. Um, so go there. We're giving away some stickers and a pin. Sign up. There are, like, different things you can do to, like, get more entries into it. So, And we're, we're doing it internationally. So if you're not in the U.S., that's fine. Sign up. Yeah, you can I'll still do it.
0: it. And we'll cover your shipping costs because we thank you yeah. for fucking helping us out.
1: And we have, you know, we don't have a huge audience, so we chose multiple. There will be three winners. Uh, and then after that, we'll have some some backup stock. So there will be some things down the months to, you know, to if you didn't win the first time, don't give up. It'll be yeah. okay. Um, okay, now we can start the episode. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, keep an eye out for all of it. And... Oh, God. I just burped, and it just... I kind of want to drink more. That hurt. I mean, you can. Fucking go for it. It's your episode. Mm. I don't care. Um, But... We'll see. The giveaway is basically a way for us to give to you and for you to help us out at the same time. It's like a Dutch rudder of sorts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Why is every <laughs> metaphor turning into and comparing it to a Dutch writer for the past three weeks? And if you're new, welcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you've found us on Overcast or uh, fucking... Castro. Yeah,
1: Castro. Oh, no. Uh, Pod Castro Bay. Castro's end of March. Oh, um, yeah. Well, but, maybe they're listening back. Okay, whatever. Um, Welcome. Yeah. You know, and... And just
0: in in case you want a little prequel for AJ's episode today, just imagine... A really lubed up Dutch rudder. Okay, take it away, man. All, all right.
1: You. Oh good. Very good. Um <laughs> Also if you're new, I talk a lot about Nazis. I'm not a Nazi. Um which is something exactly what a Nazi would tell <laughs> Jesus <laughs> but, really though. Um this isn't about Nazis. Yeah. Uh Germany, oh, Germany still <laughs> but not Nazis. we
0: we're, we're not getting away from it. We will someday. No, we won't. We will get AJ to do something that steps away, that leads to a
1: little bit of diversity. I didn't add Arno. Oh, that's about Nazis. I did uh, Smedley Butler. That slightly involves some Nazis. Yeah, (laughs) fuck. You'll get away from it eventually. No, I won't. There's so much history. You
0: just need to find any other fucking country. That's it. Any other country outside of like 1930
1: to 1949?
0: That's it. That's all you need. I've to do. done like one or two. Yeah, I did. You got it. I did eugenics. Diversify. Yeah, Didn't but, I? yeah, but you included some shit in. <laughs> Fuck. You're good. We'll figure
1: it out. I gotta. Uh, okay. We'll talk about it in the next board meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the investors are getting after me. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) We should start doing that. Uh, We should do like a a monthly board meeting that the patrons are invited to. And it's just a live stream
0: No board meeting. I'm going to do that. I get board meeting text ideas from one of our patrons. And no offense. They're always just the worst fucking
1: take on everything
0: and what we should never do. So... As much as I love our patrons, you don't
1: get anything from patron from the patrons.
0: No, I get direct text from one of them. Yeah, it's they're great. Oh, they're hilarious. oh, I know who you're
1: talking about. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it's it's rough. And he's not
1: insulting anybody. Yeah. We don't know. I
0: love you, and you're a fantastic person. <laughs> Let's take it back. Take a couple steps back a little
1: bit. <laughs> no, I think we should. I think. Okay, uh, I'll make a goal on Patreon and if we get like a certain number <laughs> we'll start of people, we'll board start doing meetings. Board meetings. we'll bring in I the, will
0: wear a suit top. We'll bring in the chairperson. If you if you subscribe <laughs> to chairperson, I will do what you ask me to.
1: Anything. Yeah. Luckily, okay. yeah. But yeah. yeah, let's get started. Let's All start right. <clears throat> so, we're going to be talking about a young German man named Sorry, my elbow just hit the keyboard. I wanted to make sure I didn't click anything. A young German man named Fritz Harmon. <laughs> That's a good role. Thank you. That's a good. Author. His name is actually Friedrich Heinrich Karl Harmon. Of course, that is most German. Fucking it really name. is. It's like Henry Jones <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Henry David Smith. God, really though. So he was born October twenty-fifth, eighteen seventy-nine. Oh, just after the events of last episode, kinda. Yeah, just across the In the Atlantic. time period. Uh, he was born in Hanover. He was the sixth child of Joanna and Ollie Harmon. Was, was it O-L-I? O-L-L-I-E. L-L-I-E. Oh, damn it. I was hoping, Ollie. <laughs> i like, I love that. <laughs> That's great. so fun. Too good. Uh, he was the youngest child. Uh, so, Ollie actually married Joanna at the, when she was 41, seven years older than him, because she was very wealthy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Off to a great start for their relationship. He was kind of a dick, (laughs) if you could imagine it. Uh, He was angry. He was obviously not with Joanna because he loved her. He was very much a womanizer. He ended up getting syphilis from cheating later on. Oh, goodness. Fritz? Uh, No, no, not Fritz. Ollie. Ollie, sorry. (laughs) Ollie. Uh, He was a very authoritarian, shitty dad who had no time for his children in general. Uh, that's good. Yeah, it doesn't so, that sound familiar. So an 1880s father, yeah, I yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, just in general. So Fritz was a very quiet child, he, being the youngest. He was much closer to his mother than his father. Uh, he didn't have any friends, really. He didn't really socialize with kids outside of school, just his siblings when he had to. Fucking shut in. Yeah, he never played sports, but <sighs> he very much enjoyed needlework, dolls, cooking, and on occasion, he was found to be wearing his sister's clothing. Fuck yeah, treat yourself, dude. Right, okay, to. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever works for you. He started school in 1886, and he was. The teachers basically said, "This guy's a spoiled little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he got a rich mommy. He's a mommy's boy. And, yeah, that's He's a, good a point. rich little bitch." He, his behavior was phenomenal, but his grades were lacking, to say the least. Uh, he he had to repeat two years. Oh. like Which ones? Uh, I don't it's know. vital. It is vital. I think it was like third and fifth grade You're or lying. something. You don't fucking know. You have <clears throat> third no was idea. probably one.
0: Super kindergarten twice is a lot worse than repeating third grade and maybe eighth grade.
1: <laughs> I don't think he was in school during eighth grade anymore. <laughs> it's the eighteen hundreds. Um so at at the age of eight, uh he was molested oh, by a God. teacher and he never really talked about it. Well, can you can not blame him? Yeah, exactly. Like I do not blame him. Don't for that.
0: fucking touch kids. It's
1: not hard to do. <laughs> you would think Especially I've been, as a teacher. I've
0: been not touching children for fucking thirty years and I'm doing great.
1: Yeah, and I you don't see me getting any kind of recognition for it.
0: <laughs> I don't get thank you cards. Yeah, what I the don't,
1: fuck. I don't need them. Just exactly. Don't fucking touch children. God. So yeah, that, that never really that that kind of fucked him up. Uh, as it would, understandably so. Uh, at the age of fifteen he ended up leaving school. Uh this is eighteen ninety four. To become a locksmith apprentice in the town over. Okay. Just figured, okay, this is a job. Cool. It didn't last very long. A couple months later, he was like, "Uh, this isn't for me. And he enrolled in a military academy because that's what all wealthy kids end up doing.
0: Okay. So what year are we at now? 1894. 1894. Okay.
1: Yeah, because it was just a couple months as a locksmith. In the military, he was pretty good. He was he kinda found a stride that he was that he was for. Yeah. Um except about five months in, he started just randomly passing out. I'd like to imagine it's like the southern bell, I got the vapors oh, passing God. out.
0: The sugars have gotten
1: to me. <laughs> Lord if I could only beat my battle with exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. go- okay. So that, that's how I, I imagined it. Have, but you ever,
0: have you ever passed out due to the vapors or just no. passing out?
1: I drink water. I almost did once. But oh, no. that was because
0: you were out in the middle of fucking nowhere and it was like 140 degrees, right?
1: Oh, yeah, that time too. Okay, twice. Oh, okay. Twice, twice I've almost passed out. One of them, I worked at a Boy Scout camp and to like purify the water tank, you put in like... Five teaspoons of this of bleach essentially because it wasn't a huge tank and the water slowly filters in and it gets cleaned by the previous water it's from a spring anyway yeah they put in uh, five gallons into a gallon a 10 gallon tank five gallons of bleach fucking nice i drank bleach <laughs> straight oh basically god. halfway diluted that's all we had and it was hot oh yeah summertime yeah i remember you We're talking doing about hard this. manual yeah. labor Jesus we we Christ. sent like six people to the hospital for dehydration it was bad god damn and the other time we i was hiking from king's peak tallest peak in utah and we had two days of the hike left mm-hmm. so like that morning of that second to last day we said fuck it let's just get to the cars today we hiked two days worth because it was downhill, so it helped. Yeah. But we still did two days worth. I ran, I drank five liters of water that day, and I ran out the last like five miles. Ouch. I, it's the only time I've ever hallucinated on accident. Hey, there you go. It was weird. I cool. saw people like looking around the trees at me. Jesus. It, that was rough. That was together, rough. together. All right. Uh, Sweet tea was there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. he was also oh, yeah. hallucinating. I know.
0: I, I've heard that one. Yeah. Um, I've passed out one time, and it was in a church.
1: I'm gonna say, is that what happened to your face?
0: Yeah, no, no that's genetic.
1: Oh, um, no, uh, I passed out one time.
0: It was in a church basement. Ooh, were you in a molested? room with no windows and two doors? And it was because everybody at the time was like, oh, have you heard of the, the old pass out thing where you like, (laughs) you literally just like fucking headlock somebody and just constrict the blood and airflow to their brain. Nice. And you said,
1: yeah, I'll do it.
0: Yeah. They were, everyone was being a bitch and they were like, oh no. They were like, I do it. Just not right now. Not in the church. And I was like, I'll do it. And so this kid fucking, yeah, just passed me out
1: was that the one where you cross your arms and put your hands to your neck and then they push on your chest and your crossed arms
0: no like they they actually fucking like headlock me and shit until stupid. i went fucking limp yeah great so, here we are fantastic work all right <laughs> so now my dream is to be a famous podcaster <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what started the journey
0: oh god okay oh. so he starts passing out it's 1894
1: yeah, and and he's a
0: spoiled little rich boy.
1: Well, yeah, he. Uh, the doctors are like, we don't really know what's happening. It might be something related to anxiety, like something going wrong. They they basically said it might be a seizure. Um, officially, by the military, because it was in the military, uh, a military school, it was classed as a an epileptic like seizure. Okay. Which they just used for, they have no idea. Yeah, really. Because they're... 1800's medicine peaked. He was prescribed cocaine. No, I don't know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. This is the peak of medicine. Cocaine in a radium glass jar. That you ah. chew as gum. <laughs> uh, and the, the package, the tinfoil is lead. With asbestos in it so that it, so it doesn't sparks burn. Yeah. when you're
0: fucking chewing it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he he ended up discharging himself from the hospital. And oh, and good. left school. He basically oh. said, this is too much. I Yo, can't keep doing this. this. I'm going to die. Okay. And then he went to work in Daddy's cigar factory. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, and the I... cigar factory was established in 1888. It comes up a couple times. Basically, it, yeah, it's a cigar factory. He Working gets for to go Papa. work for Daddy and get a good, cushy gig. Hell yeah. As you can tell, I'm, at this point, uh, torn on whether to feel love bad for this guy or hate this guy
0: do <laughs> we love or hate that is the actual
1: question and we will answer that question by the end of this episode okay
0: well all I'm right excited
1: so he's now we're gonna fast forward he's 16 years old he's been working in daddy's factory not really doing a lot of schooling or anything like that nothing really happens in his life he's just you know everybody has that phase yeah where you just sit there work and that's it mm-hmm. I, I did that from 20 to 24 (laughs) yeah really fucking hell so in july 1896 fritz was arrested Uh uh-oh because he was caught luring boys Uh, into a cellar fritz no and it wasn't the first time no fritz stop it oh god okay so he was arrested and they basically said don't do that there's no evidence that anything happened.
0: Mommy's like, money says we get we give
1: you a slap on the wrist. Yeah, more offenses occurred. Fuck you, Fritz. Okay, and already. He, I've he, made my decision. Yeah, the decision's I've, pretty set from here on out. I've made my decision. Uh, fuck Fritz. Yeah, we'll put this
0: in. Fuck Fritz. Uh, 2021. A, twenty twenty one. That's or twenty twenty two. Jesus Christ. Twenty
1: three minutes and nine seconds. We are. D, has made, D a has made the decision. You
0: have gotten a decision.
1: <laughs> that needs to be. That needs to be a musical
0: tune to that. Bam. <laughs> it's a reading rainbow. Little, yeah.
1: You don't have to take my word for it. Bam. Perfect. Um, yeah. So he was caught not only sellers but also out to the forest, caught luring boys younger than him, ten to twelve years old.
0: Okay, so it's not just like a one place... It was
1: mostly cellars. Yeah, That was his go-to
0: place. God damn it.
1: So, more offenses occurred, which led to him being committed to, you know, a mental institution. Hey, hey, to be honest, a mental institution,
0: in my personal opinion, is a thousand times better than straight incarceration.
1: And a mental institution is... In the year 2000 and onward, I would agree with you. Oh, well, yeah. 1800s mental institution, <laughs> I, not really beneficial. I recited my previous comment.
0: Uh, if you want to know how same. fucking bad mental institutions were, check out uh, season three uh whoa nelly. ten days in a yeah whoa, nelly yeah, whoa, episode nelly. one and two check them out.
1: i i forgot entirely what you were going to re- reference i so.
0: i don't know what it is but i don't remember anything except for our episode
1: Gosh, it's crazy i don't, I don't understand why. it we have like 160 a pressure, episodes
0: i am a pressure points super fan fucking encyclopedia <laughs> except for the content that's in the episode yeah, you just i know, just the remember titles, the titles what they're about roughly the and the season yeah
1: god perfect Yeah, so they're not good, but the Division of Criminal Matters, which is a great-named government organization, said, yeah, let's lock him up. That's fair. So he's looked at by a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist says he is incurably deranged and needs to stay in this institution for the rest of his life. But he also said, you are incompetent to stand trial, which I don't agree with at all. He's competent enough to lure kids yeah. knowing it's wrong and that's luring them into a fucking... cellar, you know, to hide it. Yeah. He obviously knows what's right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. He not... should stand trial. But that's he's, me. He's that's crazy, me. but not too crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's not detached from reality. He's not. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. So, so, yeah. Germany fucked that up. Oh, yeah. This psychiatrist, I didn't write down the doctor's name because it, it was unpronounceable for me. <laughs> Anybody which is else really which saying is, something, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty... Because you will take on anything yeah, and just butcher about. it. It, was oh, just, yeah.
0: it had to have been so many consonants.
1: There were so many. And umlauts. <laughs> Lots of umlauts. Uh, so after a few months in the slammer, in the institution... <laughs> in the slammer! His mother came and visited him. It's like, oh, Fritz, I'm so sorry you're in here. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> we're not... You're- you're 16 years old and you're stuck in an institution. Oh God, I forgot he was 16. Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> so his mom says, "I." Oh, baked... he's
0: 16. Then in that case, in that no, case, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it's exactly. still fucking
1: terrible. Doesn't pass okay. Yeah. So he, his mom said, "I baked you this cake. Oh, It doesn't God. have any surprises in it. No, or there's anything. not a key in there, so don't yeah. eat it whole." Somehow she helped him escape. Oh, of course she did. Um. He fled to Zurich. Everything happens in Zurich, I swear. And he lived with some family members oh, for, for a little bit. And then now it's 1899, a couple years have passed. And he went home to Hanover. He's getting an itching. He got engaged to a gal named Erna Lewart who... Is he just on the run at this point? What the fuck? And they're not... It's like... He needs to be in the institution, but the cops aren't really. They don't give a shit. It's yeah, yeah, true. He's it's a not rich. He's a
0: rich kid. It's that's
1: a good point. And he's just a crazy. Like it must not be that bad because he didn't go to. What's prison. he gonna do?
0: Teach him a, son boy? a lesson?
1: <laughs> like
0: fuck off. Yeah. God, I I hate like fucking just blatant disregard for like childhood trauma Mm -hmm. all all the time 100 percent of the time it's fucking worst but to hear hear these stories where it's just like cops are like well i mean he's not robbing stores he's just playing with kid dicks you're like still fucking worse to be honest way
1: worse yeah um yeah so basically they just didn't really care. Like there wasn't a warrant out for his arrest. Of course not. No, god. They didn't Yeah, it was like whatever. <clears throat> and he only got engaged to Erna because she got pregnant. Oh, okay. Not great. Not a great uh thing to happen in his life, but he he tried to step up to the plate. And in the year 1900, Fritz received a notification of compulsory military service. So they, they knew where he was. The military knew where he yeah. was to serve him for military the service. The government
0: knew where he was. They didn't they give a didn't wanna... shit
1: about th- what the psychiatrist said. Oh, Lord. So he was deployed to Colmer in Alsace. Very interesting uh, area in history that I'm not going to get into at all. <laughs> but Alsace-Lorraine and all that stuff, pretty, pretty interesting. So he immediately got the reputation of being a phenomenal soldier. He was a great marksman. He he was really good at shooting people. Almost enjoyed it. <laughs> oh no! No, he was just he was just really good at being a soldier. He reflected on this time and called it the best time in his life. Oh God! Oh boy! Uh, a year into the military, so 1901, he started to collapse during exercises, like you know marching and yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like jazzercise. He's going faint so he starts passing out again Uh, he starts getting these dizzy spells he is hospitalized for four months where they're trying to figure out what the hell this is he gets he eventually gets dismissed and discharged for medical purposes oh
0: boy and so it begins
1: and he receives his pension in July 1902 which ends up to be it was like three grand a month roughly in today's money I think we came to that conclusion yeah
0: (laughs) Not bad. I mean, not good.
1: I mean, he was only there for a year. Yeah. And he gets three grand a month for the rest of his life. I oh, could live oh, on. Oh, okay. I thought it was just a fucking one time payout. No, I was no. Like, oh, okay. I don't know if it's for the rest of his life. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But he gets a pension. He's getting three grand a month. Not bad. Uh, not bad at all. Fuck.
0: Sign he, me up.
1: Yeah. So he went back, moved back in with Erna. He goes back to the daddy's cigar factory. And he's living life until he tries to sue his father oh no the only person willing to really give him a job because he couldn't work in those conditions oh, because of God. the the <laughs> the injury for which he was medically discharged it w- the charges were all dropped because he wasn't injured in the military he just started passing out yeah yeah there wasn't an injury related to it so like what the fuck no why are you trying to sue your dad find a different job yeah, like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> like
0: it, it wasn't like. But to be honest, the conditions were
1: probably. probably oh, they were probably trash. Yeah. And like in today's, you know, in today's world, yeah. If if the conditions are trash and you have an injury, your job needs to accommodate for you. That is federal law. Yeah,
0: in but the U.S. I'm also behind bad working conditions for an escaped child molester.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Who's being hired by his father? But he, So he and his dad fight again later on, a couple months later, and his dad then tries to send Fritz back to the asylum by suing him, basically by saying, oh, Fritz is trying to blackmail me, and he's been verbally threatening me for months now. Now remember that wanted criminal thing? Now I'm going to bring it up. It's an issue. Yeah. And the charges were also dropped for that um, due to no evidence. It was all just conjecture. Jesus Christ. But because of that, Fritz was again examined by a psychiatrist. Because they were like, oh yeah, he probably should be in that institution. Let's check him. Oh
0: shit, did we put a gun in his hands? Oh fuck. (laughs) Yeah,
1: did we put a gun in his hand and go go shoot people? Uh, Yeah, so this psychiatrist says, while Fritz is morally inferior, but not mentally unstable... (laughs) So he basically, says this guy's an asshole, but like he's, he's just saying got a up. bad moral compass. Yeah, exactly. Good lord. So that kept him out of the asylum. He's now a free man. And Jesus you know what? He's like, I don't want to work in this cigar factory the rest of my life. I want to open my own business. I want to work hard. That has a basement. <laughs> <laughs> that has a nice big cellar. With no windows. <laughs> With lots of little boy sized chains and
0: it's got a lot of soundproofing
1: a ton so yeah he's like okay me and my wife me and Arna, we're gonna make a fishmongery where they're they're gonna sell fish yeah we're we're gonna start up this business we're gonna work hard and uh yeah and we'll hire so many children hey dad (laughs) uh, you want to give me a loan yeah, his, their, no his father way. paid to open the fish monitor. Oh, my God. After all the suing and shit, the dad's like, okay. What the fuck is wrong with rich people? <laughs> it's so crazy. And God. And th- it's not like they are bleeding rich. They're just like upper yeah, middle class. Yeah. Like uh, slightly above upper middle class, I guess. Oh, okay. Like they're not crazy rich. Regardless, his dad but they are wealthy.
0: owns a business. Yeah, they're wealthy
1: yeah, they, people. They own a cigar factory and jesus christ his mom has money comes from money so wealthy wealthy is a good term in 19 oh, oh no sorry i almost skipped one uh fritz during this time period when they opened the fishmongery also started selling insurance of which is something he did only fucking bastards do yeah
0: only people <laughs> I'm gonna with am bet on uh, you to die only people with um i don't know bad moral compasses <laughs>
1: but mentally stable
0: yeah mentally stable but bad moral compass
1: so now in 1904, the military... I don't know if this was because of something he did, like if he went to them or if they declared it. I'm pretty sure he petitioned them. But he was deemed disabled and unable to work in 1904, which increased his pension. Even though he already owned another business. To get around that, they put the business in his wife's name. Oh, of course. Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> which immediately backfired because he accused wildly one night... Erna of cheating while she was pregnant with their child with another child well
0: so the thing with accusing while like someone else of cheating and i might be spoiling something for myself but i've always felt that if you are constantly accusing someone of cheating in your relationship it's because you're projecting i have always felt that like If you're like, oh, this person's cheating on me. This person's cheating on me.
1: Like if it's like an obsessive thing.
0: Yeah. It's usually fine. I I think
1: that can can definitely be a part of it or just like really bad uh, self-image. Yeah. I mean, totally fair. Just like you have to be cheating on me because I'm not good enough kind of thing. or, Or... narcissistic you're, fucking, you're yeah, manipulating you're, you're, somebody uh, sex with little
0: boys in the basement of your new business kind of thing you know just thing, just little things like that that i feel like would cause you to accuse someone of cheating on you while they're just pregnant. something something yeah.
1: you know so erna says you know what get off my property because they were at the fishmongery and he is escorted off their property they're oh, still engaged at this God, point I, I think this that. is their second kid and erna says. Fuck you, get off my property. And he is escorted off. Is it And all their engagement her name? is broken because the entire fishmongery is only in her name. Oh, fuck yes. So she keeps it. At this point, she steps out of the story. I don't know what happened to her after this. I assume she kept the fishmongery and, you know, did the... I mean, it's bad doing the single mother thing. That's really rough, especially yeah. in 1904. But owning your own business <laughs> helps <laughs> with that. Okay, here's
0: the thing. If this story ended here, I would be so satisfied.
1: And I would be fine. All right, let's end it. I would no, be so
0: kidding. fine with this as like, hey, we're just gonna talk about this random fucking person and the justice that was served to this piece of shit in nineteen oh four. This is the history you come to us for. I, I just
1: absolutely love the power trip of yeah. I am not get off this my from fucking you. property. Get off my property. Hell that yeah. kind of thing. So this is part one of three. Uh, I'm, I kind of separate mine into like chapters almost. The next two are much shorter than this okay, one. Yeah, I was like, bro. The first chapter is always the longest because it's like, yeah, said it's the setup. Else. I want to go into the background because yeah. I, it helps me like put myself in their horrible, disgusting child molester, uh, you know, uh, footsteps. Yeah, hey, you're right. Walk a mile I in guess. their shoes, I guess. You should not do that. <laughs> I, eh, I agree. <clears throat> 1905. Really kick the shit out of Fritz. Oh, thank <laughs> After God. this. Because he's not working at the cigar factory. His dad's not going to let him work. Mm-hmm. Because he just lost all of his investment money. Oh, because geez. Erno walked off with yeah, it, essentially. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have a job. He's deemed unable to work, so any, like, official business can't <laughs> hire him. He shot himself in the foot. Oh, God, I love it. So... In 1905, he served a couple short prison sentences because he got into larceny, embezzlement, assault. He was a thief, a burglar, tried to do the con man thing. He would get, like, legitimate jobs, and then he would embezzle money from those jobs. Or, like, Dumbass. commit fraud and do anything he could to get money. He claimed at this during this time period to have just robbed a couple graves. Could it's it, fine.
0: Is this the backstory of my fucking girlfriend's roommate?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <clears throat> And most of 1905 through 1912, he was in and out of jail. When he was out of jail, he was committing crimes until he went back into jail. And they were all short, short short-term sentences. 1913 comes around. He's had a rough couple of years. Uh, I I realize I didn't show you a picture of this guy. I was going to make a whole joke about how I'm not talking about Adolf Hitler. Here's a picture of him. I swear, oh, that's not my Adolf Hitler. God, yeah, it's just but he's got Hitler the tooth- with a fucking hat. Yeah, he's got the toothbrush, little mustache, and it's <laughs> like you know, it's old black and white photo. He's gonna be the the image for this episode. It's kind of close. It's Hitler with a mat or with a hat. Yeah, yeah, if he like gained a little bit a little bit yeah. more weight.
0: <clears throat> Jesus.
1: Christ. Yeah. So that's that's phenomenal. There's actually a lot of pictures of this guy compared to most of the people we talk about because this was one of the biggest like this was really big in the media during the time period was this guy um so yeah in 1913 he was arrested for burglary and most of the time when he was arrested for burglary it was like okay come down to the courthouse we're gonna sentence you okay you're going off for a couple years this time i guess it was big enough or he messed with the wrong person and the police actually searched his home uh-oh. In the home they found a lot of evidence of other burglaries. Like uh-oh, cuz uh, during this time period your tailor would like put your name in your tags of all your clothing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of stuff was able to be traced out. So they basically figured out, "Oh no, this dude's stolen a lot of shit. Uh we're going to give him we're going to put him in for 5 years."
0: Homeboy done fucked up. He
1: fucked up. Uh, so he he was in for 5 years. He was set to get out in 1918. World War 1 happens. And basically, he was allowed to walk out of the prison in the morning as long as he came back at night and do whatever he wanted during the day, as long as he was working for the war effort.
0: Oh, my God. So, he
1: basically, the last, like, two years, two and a half years of his sentence, you know, almost half of his sentence, he was basically free, and he was just given a a place to rent and free food, or a place rent-free. Jesus. Which is phenomenal. Good Lord. And you know world war one ends people are in a bad spot like financially oh, yeah. economically a lot of people have just died everything's adjusting to that you got the spanish flu ravaging everywhere and during this time period he just he learned how to network in prison he oh, created this God. huge network of like criminal contacts related to the police station and the nearby train station those oh. were his, his places Because in 1919, he's already bad enough. What do you think he could possibly do to make this worse? In
0: 1919.
1: Without going to jail or prison or needing to. He starts murdering people. Well, that would send him to jail or prison.
0: Oh, that wouldn't send him to jail or prison. Uh, He starts fucking... Oh, God. What would be bad? Uh, He starts working for fucking Henry Ford.
1: (laughs) Close. He starts working for the police. Oh, God. He becomes an informant. It gets to the point where he, although they know of his history, his previous offenses, his mental health problems, and a couple other things that we're going to talk about later that have happened, but I've gone past them. They know a lot about his history and who he is and how terrible he is, but they also know... He's got a lot of connections, Jesus and he brings Christ. in results. One thing that he would do is that he would, like, go to a fence. He was really good with fences. Mm-hmm. Um, so people you would sell stolen goods to. You yeah. Can't just go sell it yeah. to a store. <clears throat> so he would tell the fence, hey, you can store stuff in my apartment. Like, go, store some of your contraband. That'll The idea being you store it for a while. Yeah, that's what the fence does. And then it's no longer considered like a hot item. It's not being looked for. And then you can sell it a lot easier. So he would go to a fence and say, hey, if you want to store $5,000 worth of stolen shit in my apartment, go ahead. I'll get a cut. Yeah. And then he'd set up a date and time. And then during that exchange, when the guy's bringing shit in, the cops would come and then they would arrest both of them. And he would be brought out in cuffs, too, to get yeah. his, pre- his cover. And then he would so get he's out. Just running fucking sting operations. Yeah, so he would run the sting operations as a way to distract them from all of his criminal activity. Oh he was in the God. meat contraband business. Uh, obviously, stolen goods and items. He was in a lot of smuggling. Okay. Or a bit of smuggling. Probably not a lot. Uh, but yeah, one of the larger ones was clothing and meat. Uh, contraband. So, yeah, the, the entire idea was I'm going to tell the cops about all these guys and they're going to leave me alone. They're going to look the other way a little bit <laughs> more. Jesus Christ. And I can specifically tell them where and when to look so I know when the eyes will be off of me. Okay.
0: Piece of Honestly, shit. Honestly, yeah.
1: piece of shit. Smart. Yeah. He is, unfortunately, unfortunately he is Unfortunately, smart. smart on that. Um, Yeah, and they he gained their trust to the point where, like, in the beginning, they would kind of... Sometimes they would trail him with, like, undercover cops. Within a couple of months, they brought him so much success that they stopped following him. They just said, okay, whatever. He got to walk around the police station pretty much anywhere unattended. Oh, my God. He His main place was that... that uh, it was, like, a train station. And that's where he would find all sorts of people. All sorts of people, like, selling shit um stealing shit and trying to get it sold Jesus, of um, sex workers all that stuff <clears throat> god damn so in june 22nd 1924 so we're fast forwarding five years mm-hmm. he's still an informant and all that stuff he was seen arguing with a 15 year old named carl from um by two undercover agents uh two undercover cops He one of one of the bigger things that he was starting to get into in the twenties and on was stopping people who were traveling on forged documents. He was really good at picking out, oh, this is fake, and then I'm gonna go tell it to one of the undercover cops who are at this, you know, train station because they always had him there looking for that. But he was just better at it. Yeah, because he was selling fake documents. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like. So he basically approaches the cops and says, hey, Carl, he's traveling with false documents. He's saying all sorts of lies and anything he can to get out of this. Take him away. So he goes back to his apartment. They take away Carl. Carl gets to the station and says, hey, Harmon has been raping me for the past four days oh, in his apartment. fuck. He's been like at knife point assaulting me for four days. Oh, shit. And the cops say, fuck this guy, and they raid his apartment. They raid Harmons. Harmons, uh, Yeah, Fritz's.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. So
1: they go in, and they find blood coating the floors, the ceiling, his bed. And he says, oh, no, no, that's from all the meat trading that you guys know I do. That's just from the butchery. I got it up on the walls and in my bed. And, of course, in the
0: 1920s, somebody just takes a flake off and
1: goes... That's human. That's beef. <laughs> yeah, I've tasted that before. That's a nice pork <laughs> medium rare. So, grass-fed. Then they Jesus. they arrested him for okay, at the very minimum sexual assault. They start talking to the neighbors and the neighbors are saying like, "Wow, there are quite a few like 10 to 15-year-old boys coming in and out of his apartment at all hours. That's so weird." Oh my god. I wonder if he's doing some kind of youth <laughs> Outreach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Two actually... Two neighbors who knew each other, they were friends, stated that fairly recently they had actually followed him leave his apartment in the middle of the night cause he just, because he was a criminal and doing weird things. He would go at all hours and yeah. they were just curious. What the fuck else are you going to do in 1924? <laughs> do really so they, they followed him to the river that cuts through the town and he dumped two bags in, of burlap sack, something... In the river. Oh, shit. Like, okay, it was weird, but, like, it wasn't weird enough, like, because we know he's a criminal. We know he kind of does this shit. They also found, you know, because he was a smuggler and kind of a a burglar, they found a ton of clothing. (laughs) And accessories, (laughs) shoes, and wallets, and stuff like that. And it was all youth-sized. A surprising amount was. So they take it, the cops take it, they put it out in their like their, uh, their entryway and say, come one, come all. Does anybody recognize this shit? Oh, no. And townsfolk start showing up and saying, hey, my cousin who ran away two years ago, that's his oh, wallet. Fuck. Hey, that's my son's suit jacket. He disappeared yeah. five years ago oh my god hey I recognize that and that just they just kept coming in as people as belonging to people who ran away or disappeared uh huh um and his excuse was well I deal in stolen goods like if these guys were running away trying to make money they would have sold the clothing and I would have gotten it eventually like yeah except that everyone's like yeah my 11 year
0: old brother that's his shirt oh this is my 14-year-old cousin's suit jacket. Oh, these are the pants that my best friend, who is 14, <laughs> used to wear. And all of these people went missing. How Weird. Odd.
1: Yeah. So, <clears throat> things aren't looking good no. for Harmon. Uh, we're going to go back in time. We're going to do that thing that I hate, where you... Oh, I you love it. You go back in time. it's a
0: great fucking storytelling tactic.
1: I know you do. So I did it for you. Thank you. Mostly because I didn't know how long and deep this was going to go.
0: It usually goes long and deep when you do an episode. So it's all good. Sorry.
1: It's all good. So 1918.
0: As long as we aren't hitting like an hour and a half. I got to go to sleep we'll at see. some point.
1: We'll see. I'll, I'll go through this. We are pretty, pretty close. So 1918, if you remember, this is the time period where. He got kicked out, right? Uh, yeah, after he, he got kicked out. 1918 is when he w- got out of prison for the five-year sentence for the big burglary. Yeah. Um, oh, I scrolled too far. Uh, okay. Let's talk about his M.O. Because it is very obvious something is happening to all of these young boys for the past couple decades, maybe. Yeah. So his M.O. is 10 to 22-year-old boys... Usually mid-teens, so 14, 15, 16. Yeah. He would pull a Ted Bundy and say, Oh, I need help. Or he'd, or he'd pull a I'm disabled
0: a John Wayne God, Gacy yeah.
1: and say, Oh, I, come do some construction for me. Or he would say, I'm a police informant and you are a sex worker. I can oh turn you God. in right now. Come to my house. Uh, and then he would, at some point after giving them a nice dinner... <laughs> Usually probably not that nice. Just got to fill them up before it fills them up. Don't ever say that again. (laughs) (laughs) He would start strangling them. And then he pulled his signature move where he's strangling them. And he kind of pulls them back. And he takes a big old bite of their Adam's apple. Oh. Like an apple. Like crunch. Ah. I really don't like that we had your fucking apple moonshine (laughs) now. (laughs) Yeah, right? Fuck you. So it goes crunch and it would go... All the way through the trachea,
0: Ay. yeah ay and he he said it would happen in <laughs> AJ's the... apple moonshine. <laughs> It'll spice up your trachea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: total coincidence, I swear. Oh, God, uh, he would call it his love bite because he said he never intended to ever kill anybody. This was just the throes of passion, as one does. Okay, I am. I'm not gonna
0: fucking shoot out people that I've hooked up with. Never in my fucking life have I just taken a bite out of somebody's trachea.
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound pleasant. No, and it like the check the texture seems interesting, but I would never do it. It's also
0: like, bro, that's that's not a crime of passion. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like this is a crime of
0: like fucking I uh, Mm. just violence.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. straight murder. Not you're fucked up. Yeah. So uh, sometimes they he would you know uh, sexually assault them before the choking. Sometimes it was after the biting. Actually, you know what? The Fritz name not so funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> not, 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 not so, so good. entertaining. I don't like it. So then then he would. Uh, I I don't want to get into. I'm going to go into a, a little bit of detail. Yeah, you can go for so it. So if you do not like detail. About murder specifically, maybe skip ahead just like 30 seconds, a minute, maybe a minute. So, he, now it's on to dismemberment. And his typical oh, thing man. was he's going to cut open their gut, take out their intestine, throw it into a bucket, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> That'll fuck up your piping. Yeah. Throw some cloth in there to suck up the blood. <laughs> and your plumbing. <laughs> and then he would cut kind of up by the collarbone, get the heart and lungs out. Boom, pop those into the bucket, chop them up, flush them down the toilet.
0: Okay, so he's just
1: doing like a really bad autopsy. Yeah, and then you got an empty core and he would like push on the shoulders until they crumpled and broke. Okay. And then he would... He's
0: doing the Hasbro fucking
1: autopsy. Chop them up and flay the skin off. Ah! Flush the skin, chop it up and flush it. So now there's just like meat and bones and he would just chop them up toss him in the river in general some of the time not all the time he'd also when they cut off their head put it in a burlap sack and smash it into dust oh well, not a, he wanted to expose the brain he he for some reason kept mentioning how much he wanted to see the brain when he was doing it but he didn't do that every time um so that's that's super fun i, I went through it fast because i know that makes a lot yeah, of people yeah, uncomfortable no, i, I, I mean, think it's, it's super interesting it's fucked but. up but like holy shit it's really fucked And then
0: up. imagine not fucking cleaning up your workstation.
1: Right? That is the real issue <laughs> I here. I just, like, that is the real you're problem. You're fucking deranged. I get it.
0: But, like, just, ah, uh, it, Jesus. He's like, okay, I'll get rid of, I'll get rid of the body. I'll get rid of, like, the evidence, whatever. And then he's like, maybe I'll just paint my walls with this. <laughs> it's
1: like, bro, what the fuck? There's also some reports, you know. and So he kept he kept some after he tossed some, the rest of the bits into the river. Um, besides his first victim, who was buried, he kept trophies, you know, oh, of course, articles yeah. of clothing, things like that. Um, the rest he of the clothing he would sell to his neighbors or through his network. In fact, his like I think it was his second victim. His landlady was in possession of the clothing. Of uh, a can second you imagine victim.
0: how fucking pissed you
1: would be if you were? Dude, his I would landlady. be horribly upset. You're like. How the fuck
0: am I supposed to get this? I'm not even talking about that.
1: Just with the clothing,
0: (laughs) but yeah, that too. That's true. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Uh, There is also mm, some conjecture, no real evidence of this, that he may have sold some of some of his victims' meat. Oh, because he was in the 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 meat meat business industry. He had a lot of neighbors who said he would go into his apartment and then come out with Uh. meat, but not really go in with any, and we don't know where he's getting it. He also said his contact, his butcher contact, was some dude who didn't exist. Which you know, obviously, you would say that about your contact. You would yeah, because you them. just fucking dismember him. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh. So there, there is some the <laughs> you're thought just like, that You're he just like may a regular
0: have. customer, and you're like, yo, listen, Fritz, that cop that we know, he, I don't know where the fuck he gets it, but he makes the best german steaks
1: let's get into that we're gonna talk about sausage Uh, after pork he sold one of his neighbors a bit of pork because it was hard to come by and so pretty much just a ton of people were if they knew somebody in the meat contraband business they were into it and she she said said one time she got some pork from she was like boiling it and cooking it and she skimmed the fat off and put it into a jar and the fat was not really pork fat like it didn't didn't look right didn't smell right didn't taste right it smelled like that nice boy that used to live down the <laughs> yeah street. and then there was another another a family who would got, be more like buttery wouldn't it like i don't really know how to explain uh, it. i don't know chuck roast i've heard it's chuck roast no, I, don't, I don't fucking know but still so gross the uh it depends if it's american or anywhere else Yeah, you're right <laughs> so chuck roast there's another there was a family who ordered got some german sausages from them and sheep intestine that was the the casing Mm -hmm. according to harman they all got violently ill but that could have been just from eating really bad poorly temperature controlled contraband meat but they Mm -hmm. like to imagine it's human i like to imagine well i don't like no yeah but it's human it's probably, I I would not be surprised by, because of the lengths this guy went to sell some of his contraband shit. Wouldn't be, wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Even if he just like, uh, most of the meat that he sold was ground, wouldn't surprise me at all if he just added a little bit, top it off. It's like, it's like yeah, a yeah. cocaine dealer putting baby laxative into yeah. your cocaine. Only, you know,
0: with humans.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about his first victim, who was 17 years old, uh, Frida Roth. In fact, uh, many of his victims are named. I suggest going to the Wikipedia page if you want to learn about the specific instances around everybody. I'm only going to really talk about this guy. Because there are a lot. Oh, I'm sure. He... a a thing that should have been on his M.O. when I was laying that out is... He was very often the last person seen with these (laughs) these boys. God. Um, What? The cops said... Oh, well... You know, he was a criminal, and he was working with this, like, criminal network, and he was often seen with these criminals and these boys who were running away or, you know, oh working the God. streets or whatever it was. Like, it's fine. He wasn't doing anything with them. Of, of course he would be seen with them. He was the Forged Documents guy. How else are they going to get out of town? <laughs> Jesus Yeah. Christ. These cops fucking sucked. Well, <laughs> you <laughs> said the sucked. C word. so Yeah, exactly. We can expect to know why they sucked. Um so yeah the the police actually raided Harmon's apartment after he was last seen with Friedel Friedel Uh-huh because the the family was like come on he was the last one just just go check Yeah just go check like why do we have to plead with you Yeah to go look at the apartment of the last adult male last person who has a history Yeah of with fucking kids. around with kids
0: who has a criminal history. Who has a criminal
1: history. Yeah. Why do we have to beg? And they finally convinced him to do it. They raided the apartment, and they find Fritz with not Friedel, the 17-year-old, but with a, an unnamed 13-year-old boy who is not wearing a shirt. And just swept that shit right under the rug. They actually charge him with uh, sexual assault. I think they get he gets like six months, nine months. What year was this? I don't remember earlier. 1900s. A few years before. Why what, didn't I put this down? the fuck happened. Well, a few years before they raided his place a second time. I think time. this was 1918. Oh, okay. It might have been earlier than that. Jesus, I that that's yeah. an important detail that I didn't put down. The idea is that he's basically been doing this since he was 16. Jesus. At the at the earliest that we know of. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough. Although he was charged for the sexual assault with that 13 year old boy, Fritz later mentioned that Friedel's, Friedel's head was behind the stove at the time because oh he hadn't gotten God. rid of it yet. And the cops didn't look. What the fuck? The cops said, Oh my God, he's with a current victim. Scoop him up, and then they left. They didn't even look. Bag that up. <laughs> God. Uh, so then we're going to talk about Hans Kranz. I don't... I'm not laughing at names anymore. You should not. I'm done. Hans was a runaway at the age of 18. In the time period, in the age period. He he intended to get Fritz to pay him for sex out of desperation. He uh, always claimed himself that he wasn't gay, he wasn't homosexual at all. He was desperate, he was a runaway, and he knew through his criminal contacts... That Fritz liked the boys. So he was like, okay, I can take advantage of this situation. They... Hans became Fritz's lover slash acquaintance fairly quickly. Fritz immediately fell for Hans. He was smitten. While at the same time, Hans knew that and was very desperate, manipulative, obviously had some things going on uh, with his own mental health. Uh, and it was, like, very on and off again kind of thing, but not really. Just, like, Fritz would yell and scream and do something, and then Hans would leave, and then Hans would come back come 30 back. minutes later, and like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Hans was actually allowed a female lover. Oh, wow, how nice of him. How nice of Fritz, as long as they kept sleeping together. God. Mm. As long as he keep... Just softly biting on his Adam's apple. Exactly,
0: it's my fetish. No, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs>
1: so at, at this God. point, Fritz serves the nine months for that earlier thirteen-year-old kid, mm-hmm. um, and they moved. He got he gets out, and him and Hans move in together. They get a new apartment, new life, fresh start. Where he they he continues to rape and murder. 27 young boys. Okay. At a minimum, where where the fuck is Hans? Hans is uh, the the first victim that Hans was around for. Uh Hans walked in on Fritz with oh, at the beginning God. of the dismembering pro- part of the process and says this it looks like this one's one of yours and then leaves. What? Yeah. Okay. And then at that point there's, there's one point where uh, Fritz has a boy in the apartment, and Hans is there with his female lover and one of her friends, who are all just star citizens. Well, and, I mean, this place is covered in blood at this point, is it not? Probably not. Oh. I don't know. But uh, Fritz says something to the effect of he's getting trampled tonight. As like a, ooh, we're gonna fuck but to that was the signal of you got to get these girls out of here cuz I'm going to murder this dude. Oh Jesus. So ad, he became a an accomplice. Yeah. He didn't as far as I was able to find, he didn't directly help murder, but he definitely helped, helped with, with the entire process. Murder. Yeah. Um in, in fact, one time <laughs> they they were Lord. witnessed that Hans was pointing to a a young boy and then they went into a diner with the young boy, and that was the last time that young boy was ever found. Jesus. And uh, Hans started wearing a suit that was very similar to that that oh, little so, boy's afterwards. So weird. So he would choose victims yeah. for for the for Fritz. Jesus Christ. He would say, "Oh, uh, yeah, you know, that's a nice watch." Oh my God. And that would start the conversation, and then they'd bring him back to the apartment. Yeah, horrible shit. Um. Let's see. I already went over that. So at this point, you know, we've talked about how he got scooped up in nineteen twenty-four. Mm-hmm. This dude could have just come clean and said everything because he was already hammed and cheesed, boned. Yeah, like there's no way he's getting out of this. But he only ever admitted to the rape and murder of the kids who he who had evidence oh yeah who they had evidence for but at the same time he would also say oh i i actually killed something between 50 and 70 they only had evidence of about 27 mm-hmm. um he he also said a couple things like uh i i murdered some other ones but you'll you'd never connect them jesus implying that oh i had i did something different with yeah, these yeah. ones that didn't fit the mo you'll never they were only looking at yeah. this specific thing where you know this specific Age group M-O. from this area. Yeah, yeah. from this area, yeah. chopped up and tossed into the river. Oh, yeah, and over the past five years, this town actually got a reputation, probably 10 years, got a reputation for how many young boys were going missing. God, of and course. And how many skulls kids found in the river. Oh, my God. So, so many. <laughs> yeah. There were. There was even one point where the townsfolk were so pissed at the cops before all he was found. He, they were so pissed at the cops, they personally dredged the river on their own and found 500 body parts adding up to about roughly 24 whole people. Jesus! Just civilians. God. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, so these guys sucked. He was evaluated by a psychiatrist. Oh, again. Yay. And also, Hans was arrested. Thank goodness. Thank God. Uh and he was found competent for trial. <sighs> thank goodness yes nice he decided to defend himself oh, which is the best Ted thing that shit. he did he at this point this was the biggest like media event yeah, since world one. war 1 so there's a ton of pictures of his apartment uh he actually had three apartments um his like him being escorted in and out of the courtrooms on the during like the second week, I think, of the of the trial, it was second or third, they actually let in just anybody, civilians, townsfolk, whatever, to come talk and testify. A yeah. hundred and ninety people testified <laughs> in this case. Fucking hell. Oh my God. And he was known as the Butcher of Hanover, the vampire of Hanover, or the Wolfman, because the neck thing got out. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, I, I, I hand wrote my notes just trying it and I forgot what this was, but I, it makes sense. Yeah. Then the neighbors said all sorts of things like the meat he sold me was really weird. <laughs> uh, he walked in with a boy the night before and the, the kid must've s- like snuck out in the middle of the night. Cause in the morning he just came out with ground beef.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: Horrible shit and he was very often the last person seen with a lot of the victims as they ran away it was kind of that runaway boy cried wolf kind of thing where it's oh they're just a runaway they're just a delinquent it's like the satanic panic oh they're satanists it's whatever oh they that's a troubled boy he's he just ran away he's probably fine living with family in another town jesus i fucking hate that concept
0: the throwaway it's such a, it's attitude such a devaluation of human life
1: exactly get it devaluation
0: yeah. it's another of one. human life that is the decision i just made Ugh. it's a devaluation
1: yeah so cops have always been horrible it turns out
0: god damn
1: uh, so fritz and hans were sentenced to death by guillotine oh hell yeah for, okay for everything there fuck yeah Fritz uh, part part of the the process of this time is add to the skull problem. Let's perfect. do it. They they wouldn't tell you when your sentence was up when you were going to go get killed. fucking chopped, yeah. They until the night before. Oh hell yeah. Okay. I guess it, the idea was, oh, if you don't tell them when it's coming, they're not gonna want—they're not gonna like get so anxious that they start doing crazy shit or try to escape or whatever. Well, yeah,
0: if you have them around other prisoners and they know that they've got a death sentence. Yeah, what do
1: they have to lose? Yeah, it's a fucking terrible like. That's approach probably it, but... the the darkest déjà vu I've ever had. That was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, so Fritz, the night before his execution. The uh, executioner went in there and said, your time's tomorrow. What are your last wishes? He gets an expensive cigar and a nice hot cup of Brazilian coffee. Something about Germans, South America. There's some connection there. No. And he is brought out. Public is not allowed to observe this. There are very few witnesses. And he is executed. He says some bullshit about, like, I repent, I'm not afraid of death. Yeah, okay. And all that bullshit that people do. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I Oh he started off by saying, I am afraid of death, but I'm gonna face it like a man, and then I repent and I'm not afraid of death. What? Yeah, he was Funny Works, buddy. Now Hans, on the other hand See on on Fritz's, you know, dying night, he wrote a letter to Hans's father that said hans didn't really he wasn't as involved as i said he was because i was mad and scared at the trial and he didn't do all this stuff so you as a family member shouldn't feel bad it was all me uh you know that kind of thing and somebody got that letter as evidence and hans was allowed a retrial oh god and they knocked him down from death sentence to 24 years. Okay. Uh, which is not enough, I don't think, at all. No, no God, no. He was... You know, he, he did his first... It was two consecutive 12 years. So he did his first 12 years. And his sometime between, you know, sometime into a sentence, he was sent to uh, Sachsenhausen, the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. World War II started. His crimes were bad enough that they were like, yeah, you can go to a concentration camp and we'll use you for labor. So, thank goodness. This is the only time I'm okay with somebody being sent to a concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> is this oh, horrible God. person. And he he survived. After the war, he was released. And he died in Hanover in 1975. His old stomping grounds. I thought we would get away from it, AJ. I thought we would get away from the connection you thought that's your problem you were always thinking Ah, damn it so yeah that's the butcher of hanover or the Harmon boys which is a much worse name now that you know about it
0: great
1: and i'm so sorry to everybody who had to go through this with us but
0: nothing like a long episode of just absolute fuck just
1: horrible awful shit the most darkest most horrendous bullshit
0: oh but that exists hey at least we got the true crime episode out of the way out
1: of the way you've been tricked i did the true crime
0: i did not get tricked (laughs) once once the murder thing came up i was like okay cool yeah like this is season five's one true crime episode that you'll get from one per quarter yeah no um so oh, yeah. yeah,
1: you know, check out our uh, our giveaway. Yeah, keep an eye on the giveaway. Oh, uh, it has the details in there, right? Yeah, yeah. You, they're just just go through it. It's really straightforward. Right. Um, also, you know, if you're new or not, I I would really appreciate it if you reviewed us on whatever app you were. Or, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. I I am very much a victim of this. I will listen to like a podcast or something or watch a YouTube channel, and I won't subscribe for, like, a year, mm-hmm. just go click the button, please. Yeah. It would make me feel click good the on button, the inside. Give us a review. Tell your it, friends they if you want to. help out, like, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if you know anybody who you think would like yeah. it, you know, send them a link or something. Exactly. Reconnect with your ex by sending a link of our podcast <laughs> to them. Don't do that. <laughs> no, do it. Go for it. Fuck actually do it. Yeah. Uh, well if it's healthy healthy, healthy, yeah yeah if it was a healthy breakup yeah as Um, healthy as they can be but yeah you got patrons oh yeah yeah i should probably do that huh um of course the chairperson of the pp mini d donnell thank you abby aj's third nut lindo d's nuts nordic thunder toddle waddle dark runner Haley, and casey mcfacey thank you guys so much you let us do the things like doing this giveaway doing a little advertising um you know hosting our entire podcast yeah really though um also
0: keep an eye on your messages in the next couple weeks make sure all of your info is updated on there
1: yeah in patreon just a heads up uh i know you guys have your addresses in there make sure they're up to date make sure your name is i mean your name is cool with whatever um might get an email from us We'll let you know though. Like yeah, if yeah, we're if we're gonna send yeah. you an email or send we'll, you a message we'll on there, we'll let you know on the podcast. But just you know, yeah. keep an eye out. There's there's things coming, and I know I say that a lot, and you guys don't a hey, lot of see. We
0: never stuff? really set a a like time frame on it, so there are things coming. Yeah, it's
1: just we don't know how long. Yeah, I'm not gonna guarantee it's yeah. like this week. <laughs> yeah, especially because I just realized I think I have a clinical this week. Hey, you're good.
0: Fuck. worries
1: it'll be good it'll be good it'll be good we it's fun we're having a lot of fun
0: huge huge thank you to you guys uh we wouldn't be able to do this without you um so as usual find us on instagram and twitter at point pressure if you have any suggestions for anything at all or if you need somebody to talk to or if you have any questions or feedback or whatever
1: yeah and if you are if your feedback is this episode was way too dark and horrible at least i didn't talk about albert fish again
0: yeah that's that is a wonderful fucking approach um (laughs) but yeah your feedback is like we appreciate it if you have questions on anything always reach out we're happy to chat with you guys um we'll catch you next week